It's Tuesday, July 7, 2009. Will the climate change in the Senate over climate change legislation? Not bloody likely. ExxonMobil pays up and pays off. About time. Plus, nuclear power versus summer. I got my money on summer. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirt and gritty. Bim down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, hotter than a match Okay, it's getting hot out there. Ain't it, Desi? What do you have for us today? <laughs> well, the U.S. Senate today begins what promises to be heated negotiations over the American Clean Energy and Security Act, also known as Waxman-Markey, after narrowly winning passage a few weeks ago in the House of Representatives by only seven votes. The bill's first hearing is today in the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee. The congressional newspaper The Hill says conservative Democrats pose the highest risk to the president's agenda. During the fight in the House, some congressmen said that phone calls they received were stacked hard against the bill. So call your senators to make your voice heard. We have that number online at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Conservative Democrats, you say? Yes. I would call them corporatist Democrats. I don't know if there's anything conservative about them. That's just me. It'll destroy jobs and cost middle-class families $1,800 a year every time you turn on a switch. And Tom Perriello is voting with Obama and with Nancy Pelosi over and over. That is part of an attack ad from the National Republican Congressional Committee targeting House members who voted for the bill, especially vulnerable Democrats, many of them freshmen in their first terms. But in this instance, a Roanoke, Virginia television station refused to run that ad from the NRCC against freshman Democrat Tom Perriello after an outcry that it contained numerous factual errors. Good for them. Representative Perriellos defends his vote in an interview with Politico, saying the Republicans may win some seats because of that vote, but they can't regain their souls for demagoguing the issue. And one of the inaccuracies we have reported over and over again, but since the Republicans are reporting it over and over again, it seems we ought to mention it. He notes here in this ad, uh, it'll cost Americans $1,800 every time they turn on a switch. Yes, the amounts vary depending upon who you're talking to from the Republicans as gone all the way up to $4,000, right. and it's a purposeful misrepresentation that the Republicans know that they are doing of an MIT study where the lead researcher has actually asked the Republicans constantly, publicly, to stop misusing his study. Yeah, and I hate that we have to point that out over and over again, but I guess we have to. Yes, we do. Because they're going to keep lying about it if we don't. Yes, they will. Last week, ExxonMobil announced they would not appeal a lower court ruling and will pay $400 million in interest on punitive damages from the Exxon Valdez oil spill, the worst in the nation's history after nearly 20 years of litigation. They should be able to afford the payment as the world's most profitable company. ExxonMobil pulled in $45 billion, that's with a B, in profit alone for the year 2008. And it's less than the $500 million retirement bonus paid to outgoing CEO Lee Raymond in 2005. Oh, man. And also, according to an, anal- an analysis of company records by The Telegraph UK, ExxonMobil is still funding climate change denial groups, although at a much reduced level. The oil giant had pledged in 2006 to cut funding to such organizations after receiving heavy criticism from the venerable British scientific organization, the Royal Society. Mm. A similar review of Exxon spending by the Center for American Progress shows that ExxonMobil also spends more money advertising its clean energy initiatives than it actually spends on researching clean energy itself. And of course, you put clean energy initiatives in air quotes there. And the fact is, ExxonMobil was uh, told they would have to pay how much originally for the Exxon Valdez? Five billion, but the Supreme Court reduced that to five hundred million last year. Five hundred million, and now very thoughtful. They're not going to challenge the interest on that. Yeah. Okay. 
France is finding it necessary to buy electricity from Britain this year because an early summer heat wave is forcing a third of France's nuclear power plants to be shut down. Nuclear power provides the majority of electricity for France, but many of its nuclear power plants are located inland and must use cold river water to keep their reactor cores cool. But when the river heats up, the reactors must be shut down. Well, I thought that France's nuclear power, I thought the Republicans told us that was our solution to all of our woes here to build more nuclear. We, we'd be fine. Though. Well, that is certainly an issue with the nuclear power model we currently have. France's nuclear power plants are also subject to strict regulations regarding the temperature of water that can be discharged from the reactors to avoid killing off aquatic life in the river. And this is not the first time. During the killer heat wave in Europe in 2003, the majority of France's power plants had to be shut down due to high water temperatures at the peak of electricity use. Okay, but now I understand. It's those regulations. They can't release that hot water during the summer we wouldn't have those that problem here in the U.S. We would just get rid of the regulations. Except no? we did. Tennessee saw a similar situation in 2007 when the Tennessee River was too hot to cool the reactor. Uh-huh. You know how you have to buy a new cell phone charger every time you get a new cell phone? Millions are discarded every year. Now, that's a lot of toxic electronic waste. So the European Union has reached a voluntary agreement with cell phone manufacturers to create a single common universal cell phone charger that would work across all cell phone models that would cut down on electronics waste. Now, the EU is following a standard that was set by China two years ago. The standardized charger should be on the market by 2010 in Europe. No word yet on whether U.S manufacturers will follow suit. You're such a Euro lover there. Cell phones, their nuclear power. Why do you hate America, Desi Doyen? For much more on all of that, check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com or drop us email at greennews at bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your hot, hot, hot Green News Report. <laughs>